This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. More details, go to geico.com. You know what? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, Everson Walls was one of the greatest defensive backs in NFL history. You know what? It seems only the three of us at the Talk of Fame Network noticed. He ranks 13th in NFL history in interceptions with 57 and is the only cornerback ever to lead the league in picks three times. Yet Everson Walls has been eligible for the Hall of Fame 19 years without ever once reaching the finals. Hard to believe? Well, even harder to believe is that he's entering his final year of modern era eligibility, which means time is running out on his candidacy. And that's why we have him here today to discuss his Hall of Fame prospects. Hey, Everson, welcome back. Thank you, sir, uh, for making me feel old. Uh, <laughs> when you say time is running out, you know. You have, have you on your candidacy. On your candidacy. I felt like years of my, my life just, just went away right there. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the Much youngest late. guy in this show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, by the way, you got a name. It's pretty unique. You got Goose. You got Judge. You got Gorgeous. <laughs> there you go. He's gorgeous. You got it right. You wouldn't say you wouldn't say that if you saw him, Everson. <laughs> hey, Everson, let's let's nitpick why you have yet to become a Hall of Fame finalist. You entered the NFL as an undrafted free agent, so you had to work for everything you got. There were no gifts along the way. Had you entered the league as a first round draft pick with all the accompanying hype and had the exact same career you've had, do you think you'd already be in the Hall of Fame? Oh yeah, I would definitely already be in. Did you see the guys that they put in last time? I mean, I love those guys. I love watching them play. I mean, but that just doesn't mean you're like, oh, my goodness. It's like the all of a sudden the, the standards just, uh, they took a break this year. I mean, I've never seen guys who played so few years, you know, being inducted into the Hall of Fame, as great as they were when they played. Um, you know me, I'm, I'm – it's not just about me all the time, but hey, this is my show. So yes, let's talk about me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And what, you know, I mean, when you think of where you know me, Kurt Warner. I mean, this guy was, uh, you know, he was a grocery store clerk. He's about the only one that I think has taken a further trip trying to get to the Hall of Fame uh, than I did. The free agency, uh, you know, just you know, my entire career starting in college at Grambling State, you know, bucking all odds from day one. Not by myself, of course, but, you know, I had a lot of help and, and blessings along the way. But, you know, when you talk about the things that I've done, I cannot uh, remember a career that, uh, you know, has had, had that many accomplishments as well as close calls and not even being in the NFL at all. And, and I didn't use that as an excuse. I mean, to me, I, I felt like a first-rounder because I felt like I should have been a first-rounder, and that's why I always try to play as a first-rounder, regardless of my free agent status. Well, that's, a, you know, that's a good, another good jumping-off spot, uh, in your opinion. Why do you think, not, only, not so much why weren't you a first-rounder, but why were you not taking it all? I mean, you came in the league and you were a star as soon as you got here. What did all these teams with all their million-dollar scouts miss uh, when you were at Grambling? 
You know, I could come up with a bunch of excuses and weird-ass stories, by the way. <laughs> That's uh, good. We like that. I, re- I remember when the Raiders came to town and they sent Grambling alum Willie Brown to time me in the 40. And I don't know why they did that. They knew I was slow as hell. Nobody, there was no secret that I was slow. To me, it was all about line me up against that receiver, old school style, and watch me shut this dude down. I don't give a damn how I do it. Sometimes I can't explain how I did it. I just know I did it. And I know the proof was in my game film. But they come down there with the stopwatches and even Willie Brown came, and I must have been, I mean, I must have run so badly that day. <laughs> Willie goes back to the Raiders. Instead of saying, hey, this is a fellow Grambling alum, this guy's going to make some plays for us, he goes back to Al Davis and said, man, you don't want this dude. Uh, he's, he's not he's not Raider material. He, he couldn't even outrun our offensive linemen. I mean, I can just imagine what that conversation was like because uh, when I saw Al Davis the next year after I had led – the league in interceptions with 11, Al Davis came to me and asked me while they were having a scouting combine at the Dallas practice field, why didn't I want to come and play for the Raiders? That's the question he asked me. And so Willie Brown sitting up there looking like a clown with egg on his face, you know, and and I'm looking at Willie like, hey, Willie, what you want me to say? You know, so there's a lot of crap that goes on when it comes to people's reputation. I think Willie thought I would ruin his, but whatever the whatever happened, Willie went back and told Al Davis that uh, I wanted to play for the Cowboys. And how in the hell is a free agent gonna have that kind of autonomy to just say, "No, nah, man, I'm not. I'm not signing with y'all, the Raiders. I'm gonna wait for these free agent contracts to come around." so I can get paid a $1,500 signing bonus. <laughs> thanks, no thanks, Willie. Appreciate you, buddy. So that's, that's one of the weird stories about being screwed over as, as a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking with former Dallas star Everson Walls, who, who never wanted to play for the Raiders, by the way, on the Talk never, of Fame Network. Of course not. No, they're only my second favorite team in history. That's right. Just my second favorite team. It's Ron's favorite team. He doesn't yeah. tire of reminding us. Um, you can find us on the web at Talk of Fame network.com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame Net. And ever since, since you mentioned leading the league in interceptions, which you did three times, uh, Ken Riley, he intercepted 65 passes. That was second among pure cornerbacks in NFL history. Guess what? Never been a Hall of Fame finalist. Dave Brown, intercepted 62 passes. Uh, never been a Hall of Fame finalist either. Like you, Bobby Boyd, who passed away recently, intercepted 57 career passes, yet he's another guy who has never been a finalist. Now, all three of those guys, they're they're now in the senior pool. My question is, isn't the Hall of Fame supposed to be about productivity? I, I mean, what do you think this committee has against interceptions? Well, let me get off on my tangent again. And this is, might be a, hit a little bit home, close to home for you guys. But I just don't think the media and guys that some of y'all never played football, and, and I'm sure Goose was a great athlete when he was in high school. Hockey but player. Most of y'all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I think that. that. Uh, <laughs> most of you guys, you know, just never made it past high school when it came to playing sports. And I just don't think y'all have the uh, connection as much as you have a connection, of course, but I don't think you have the connection as much as a former player would have. 
And now don't 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 think that that just gives everyone a pass because as I look at the Hall of Fame selection committee, when you're talking about the the former players, then I would still shake my head at a guy who came out in, with my class, class of '81, Kenny Eastwood, great player, but only played what seven nine years. And I'm looking at Cornell Green, I'm looking at Harvey Martin, I'm looking at Drew Pearson, I'm looking at guys that played double-digit years for championship teams. I'm not talking about for the Seahawks. I'm talking about consistent championship teams that only were rivaled by the Pittsburgh Steelers when you're talking about that particular decade. So even the older players, the former players, the Hall, of, the Hall of Fame players, whoever that Hall of Fame committee is made up of, they also drop the ball. So there is no, there's no catch-all. There's no complete answer, you know, in regards to why guys are not put in. But I will say the number one thing is I could take a snub from my own, own uh, peers. That doesn't hurt as much as taking a snub from a guy that never played football past high school. Thank you very much. Just lost three votes, but don't let that bother you. I want to talk about you, Goose. I want to talk about you, Goose. I know your hockey game was fierce. You know, I know it's fierce. <laughs> okay, Harrison. The, the last time you are on the show, we talked about the possible impact of the catch in the 81 title game by Dwight Clark on your candidacy. Forgotten is a oh, fact. Oh, you're going to bring that up after I talk about no. your hockey game. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> No, you intercepted Joe Montana twice in that game. Can one game impact a candidacy, and should one game be allowed to impact a Hall of Fame candidacy? You know, uh, after talking with you, Goose, I, I was kind of on that tangent. I really was. And, and you kind of, you know, you and I talked one time. You kind of steered me away from that. It was good to hear, even though, you know, everyone thinks of, hey, uh, Everson Walls, you know, how, what, what's his legacy? Oh, yeah, he was there, you know, looking at the white court, catch that ball. You know, that to me is not unfair when that stuff happens when a guy is just turned 22 years old. You know, I made up, I tried to make up for that as much as I could, you know, getting, oh my God, I got 40 plus interceptions after that play was made. Not to mention the pro, you know, at the time when the Pro Bowl meant something, mm -hmm. not to mention the Pro Bowl record that I think I still hold unless they have other records out there in the Pro Bowl now because I think they're doing like uh, – I think at the Pro Bowl they do curling now, right? Don't they do curling? <laughs> they don't play football. Might as well. I don't even know if they play football anymore. I think hopscotch <laughs> and, and jump rope and stuff like that. But when we were playing real football – the class of 81 came in, uh, the best defensive class in the history of the NFL. When we played the Pro Bowl our first year, me, LT, all the guys that were out there playing, <laughs> we were trying to go out and win that game because we were too naive and young to understand that you're supposed to chill. I recall uh, an extra point uh, in the Pro Bowl, extra point. I think it was Randy Gratishaw was playing the wing, and I was coming from the outside. I was going to, you know, just come in and try to block the extra point. He looked at me. I, I ran right around him. He never moved. He never tried to move. <laughs> there was never any intent for him to move. And I raced around there, and I barely got a hand on the ball, and I actually blocked an extra point. <laughs> I've never done that in my life. And I remember celebrating, and Randy Gratishaw still sitting there in the same spot, looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with you, young man? I'm not trying to win this game. <laughs> 
So we just, you know, I thought our, our, our uh, class was special, and I was special enough in, in some um, media to get the all-decade team and things of that nature. But I don't know what it is about interceptions. I just don't think people, I don't think people actually uh, respect it because I, I think it ruins the party. It ruins the party. Yeah, everybody wants the quarterback to come out, and you know, that's all we talk about. QBs, this, and how great they are. They're leaders, and then here comes, oh, the great Joe Montana. Here comes Dan Marino. Here comes these guys. Oh, damn, Everson Walls just picked them off. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll pick that narrative up on the next drive. How about that? You know, I just think we like spoil the party. That's just the way I look at it. <laughs> hey, Everson, what, what, would, what, what would a gold jacket mean to you? Oh, man, it would mean so much. I, uh, I A lot of people already think I'm in it, and sometimes that's always a – a nice distraction, you know, or an alternative. But I actually went to the Hall of Fame for the first time in my life to watch Kurt and, and uh, LaDainian Thomason and those guys go in. And I went to that gold jacket ceremony. I had a good time while I was in the museum. And then when I went to the gold jacket ceremony, all of a sudden I just started getting pissed off. I was ready to go because I'm looking at these guys getting all these accolades. And I'm thinking to myself, I should already be up there. That's just my opinion. I'm sure everyone else has their own opinion. But I know what I had to deal with with the Dallas Cowboys defense. I know how tough it is for a cornerback to play behind a flex defensive line that was, you know, invented by Tom Landry. Hey, Everson, we got to run. But thanks so much for the time. And I know we said it once, but we'll say it again. Best of luck with your candidacy. And you know what? If you get a gold jacket, would you stop ripping the goose, man? Stop ripping him, okay? (laughs) All state hockey player. If if, if I get in, I'm going to come up there with the goose's hockey uh, accolades. And we're going to talk about that in my speech. All right? <laughs> just, just, just be sure of that, dude. Be sure That's of that. That's a deal. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Everson. Thanks, Everson. All right, guys. I appreciate Take it. Care. Thanks for letting me uh, state my case. I appreciate it. Thank you. That was former Dallas cornerback Everson Walls. Up next, it's Two Minute Drill. This is the Talk of Fame Network.